What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download that free local news app today. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The stalemate over a debt ceiling increase continues with President Biden demanding a clean bill from Congress to raise the ceiling and to avoid a government default, while Republicans demand trillions in cuts if he's to get it. Congressman Bill Heisinger tells us he sees no reason why the president can't come to the table. That is what's happened in the past. And I have voted for debt ceiling increases in the past, and I voted against them in the past. And my criteria, sort of my measuring stick is, are we improving the situation? Are we improving the process of our spending? Heisinger says there could be negotiations if Biden would agree. What if he doesn't? Well, I would say that he and Chuck Schumer are responsible for a government shutdown. I mean, this would literally become a Schumer shutdown if they are not willing to budge at all. That which I would hope that isn't the case. However, Heisinger stresses no one wants a default on the national debt. A House Republican plan approved last week would limit spending growth and pull back unspent COVID money. Heisinger says it would save $4.8 trillion over the next 10 years. Don't forget, tomorrow is an election day in southwest Michigan. Communities throughout Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties will be voting. In most cases, millage renewals are on the ballots, but there are key issues being decided as well. They include school bond questions in Buchanan, Coloma, Water Valley, Eau Claire, Lakeshore, Bangor, Bloomingdale, and Dwajak Union schools. Also, there's a question about prohibiting marijuana businesses in Stevensville and a road millage in Bangor Township. We'll have the results for you tomorrow night as they become available. The polls will close at 8 p.m. tomorrow. It may be wet and gloomy, but summer is on the way. The popular tourist destination for Michiganders, Mackinac Island, had its unofficial opening day on Friday. They're now ready for visitors to pile in for some summer fun. Director of the Mackinac Island Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tim High, says everything should be open soon. This weekend, um, Mission Point Resort and Grand Hotel open, and uh, that those are two of our bigger resorts. And over the next 10 days or so, most of the rest of the island will start to open up, including Mackinac Island State Park and the restaurants and fudge stores up and down Main Street. Friday, USA Today, with Reader's Choice, named Mackinac Island the best summer travel destination in the U.S. After leading Ferris State football to -to back-to-back Division II national championships, Dwajak's Caleb Murphy is now headed to the NFL after being signed to an undrafted uh, free agent deal with the Tennessee Titans that follows the NFL draft. Murphy set the single-season college football record with 25-and-a-half sacks and 29 tackles, four loss in 2022, and was the first Division II player ever to win the Ted Hendricks Award for Best Defensive End in all of college football. Michigan's Aiden Hutchinson won the award last year. Murphy will now compete for a roster spot in training camp. Set to reopen for the summer on May 14th is the Bridgman Open Air Market. Manager Nick Schmidt tells us it'll feature 35 to 50 vendors every Sunday selling everything from produce to crafts to art. The market will have special events this year. This year we're also going to do one that we started last year, which we call our Makers Markets, where the whole month of September, every Sunday, we'll feature several of our crafters or artisans that will sit down and will instruct people how to do the craft that they do. They'll also have a Kids' Day, an Adopt-A-Pet Day, and a Halloween celebration. 
Schmidt estimates around 1,000 people walk through the market each Sunday. The biggest attraction to our market is the fact that we have such a variety and that everything is local and everything you buy at our market is going to be grown or made by the person behind the table. The market will be held each Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Barring severe weather, it's rain or shine. Schmidt recommends people stay up to date on the latest market plans at its Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Bridgman Open Air Market. The market is held in the United Federal Credit Union parking lot at Lake Street and Red Arrow Highway. Celebration Cinema will be raising money to support mental health services this month through the sale of its popcorn. The theater chain says it's donating 50 cents from the sale of every large popcorn bucket for the month of May to support the Hope Network Foundation, among others. The money raised to be dedicated to Hope Network's outpatient therapy and counseling, residential programs, and community services promoting mental health across the state. Other recipients of support will be I Understand, the Mental Health Foundation's Be Nice campaign, and Community of Hearts. The fundraiser will not increase popcorn prices for customers. Celebration's Emily Lokes says while everyone's watching superheroes on screen, the chain is, quote, glad to play a role in supporting everyday heroes who fight for their own mental health and reach out to support and advocate for others. The COVID-19 pandemic is winding down as the federal government will end the three-year coronavirus public health emergency on May 11th. However, COVID-19 cases are still with us, with 100,000 new cases recorded weekly. The Association of American Medical Colleges Dr. Atul Grover says that staying up on vaccinations remains important. You should be pretty well protected if you've had a complete series and one uh, or more boosters, including that bivalent booster, the one with both uh, protection against Omicron and the uh, older strains that we see circulating around. Grover says the bivalent booster is recommended for everyone five years and older. Some may need a second booster if they have a compromised immune system. And if you catch a trout, you can keep a trout. This weekend started the beginning of the statewide trout opener with a valid fishing licenses. Michigan Department of Natural Resources fisheries biologist Christian Lesage says you no longer need a special license to fish for trout. The department used to have a license that was uh, the trout license, which was like twice the price of a regular fishing license at the time. And the department, actually the, the Michigan legislature changed that a few years ago to where we just went with one license, which reduced some confusion because there were certain waters you could only fish with the trout license. We used to have a stamp, which... Ended back in the 80s. In the Lower Peninsula, inland walleye and northern pike seasons are also open. Before you keep a fish, make sure to check the rules and regulations at michigan.gov slash fishing. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. While speaking at a National Small Business Week event at the White House today, President Biden continued to call on Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy to raise the debt ceiling before next month's deadline. More from ABC's Karen Travers. President Biden said Congress needs to immediately raise the debt limit to avoid a default on government debt. America is not a deadbeat nation. We have never, ever failed to meet the debt. Speaking in the Rose Garden, the president kept up his criticism of House Republicans who last week passed legislation to raise the debt ceiling while cutting federal spending, a non-starter for the president and Senate Democrats. We pay our bills and we should do so without reckless hostage taking from some of the mega Republicans in Congress. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. America's high school graduates are often encouraged to start at a community college before getting a bachelor's degree, but the money-saving move rarely works as planned. 
National data shows just one in seven community college students gets a bachelor's within six years. One of the biggest culprits is credit loss. When students take classes that can never count toward a degree, advocates say the transfer process is designed for schools but often confuses the students. States like California and Maryland are enacting new rules hoping to smooth the process. Some schools are forming close partnerships to remove barriers, including at George Mason University and Northern Virginia Community College. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made a trip to address Israel's parliament at a time of tense relations between Israel's conservative prime minister and Democratic President Joe Biden. ABC's M. Wynn is more from Washington. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy arrived in Israel over the weekend with a bipartisan group of lawmakers at a time of tense relations between the country's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and President Joe Biden. Without any plans for the White House to invite Netanyahu, McCarthy suggested he come to Congress instead. McCarthy addressed the Israeli parliament, though critics say being on that platform as only the second House Speaker to address the Knesset is a pointed jab at Biden. M. Wynn, ABC News. Washington. The Federal Aviation Administration is being sued by wildlife and environmental groups over SpaceX launch of its giant rocket from Texas. The lawsuit was filed Monday in federal court in Washington. SpaceX's Starship soared 24 miles high before exploding over the Gulf of Mexico about a week ago. The rocket's self-destruct system caused the nearly 400-foot rocket to blow up as it spun out of control. The group says that the FAA failed to fully consider the environmental impacts of the Starship program near Brownsville, Texas. The FAA has declined comment on the lawsuit. Four people are dead after a shooting in rural Kern County, California. ABC's Alex Stone is more from California. It was a call to the desert community of Mojave, best known for its spaceport where companies test rockets and other gear for spaceflight. Kern County deputies say it was a shooting in a home, and when they arrived on scene, they found three women and one man all shot in the head. Two women and the man were declared dead on scene. The third woman died at a hospital. Investigators tell ABC News they have no suspects and no motive in the shooting. Alex Stone, ABC News. Montana State Representative Zoe Zephyr is casting votes from a statehouse snack bar after asking a court to allow her to return to the House floor. A lawsuit was filed Monday in state district court on behalf of the transgender Democrat and several constituents who say they're being denied their right to adequate representation. Zephyr was silenced and barred after chiding her Republican colleagues over legislation to restrict gender-affirming health care and for encouraging protesters. The challenge against House Speaker Matt Reiger and the State House Sergeant-at-Arms comes with days left in the legislature's biennial session. The two officials have declined comment. There's major damage after severe weather that hit Virginia Beach, Virginia. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. A tornado Sunday afternoon tearing through Virginia Beach. Authorities estimating between 50 and 100 homes were damaged and nearly 3,000 customers were left in the dark. Councilman Chris Taylor says the storm took many by surprise. It was full-blown destruction. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. I've been here 39 years, lifelong resident. Forecasters with the National Weather Service say the tornado that hit may have been the strongest in the area since March 2017. Mayor Bobby Dyer says he's Thankful no one died. We're blessed and grateful there was not a loss of life. A state of emergency in the area now in effect. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation is recommending the U.S. rethink its decades-old policy of insuring only as as much as $250,000 in bank deposits. In a report released today, the FDIC suggests insuring business accounts at higher levels than it has previously. The proposed change will require congressional approval. It appears to openly acknowledge the FDIC is looking for ways to calm both depositors and markets as the organization contends with the third U.S. bank failure this year. 
First Republic Bank became the second largest failure in history on Monday when regulators seized it and J.P. Morgan Chase stepped up as a buyer. And a new limited series starts today and tells the story of Anne Frank and her family from a different perspective. More if maybe sees Jason Nathanson. Most people know the name Anne Frank, but you probably don't know Meet Keith. She was Otto Frank's secretary. I need your help hiding my family. Helping to hide the Franks and others for two years in Amsterdam during World War II. She was also responsible for preserving Anne's diary and giving it to Otto when he came back from the camps. Belle Pauli, who's Jewish, plays Geese, telling me it was hard not to see parallels between the 40s and now, especially when Kanye West was going on anti-Semitic rants while they were filming. I've never experienced anything like what happened in the last year. Um, it is really very scary. The first two episodes of A Small Light debut tonight on National Geographic. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.